kids, welcome back to another episode of the Gosford PC Kids Cast. This is Ash. And this is James. It is awesome to be with you, as always. So today, guys, you might not realise, but James and I are actually in the same room together. We've had lots of technical difficulties over Zoom, so we just thought it'd be much easier to come in person and uh, smash out the podcast for you guys. Yeah, that's right, guys. I'm, I'm sitting here now in Ash's living room, I'm checking out board games. I can see she's Great view from this place, Ash. Really, really nice. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And so we're, uh, we are heading on break from the podcast uh, for the next two weeks while you guys are on holidays because James and I are actually going to be having a little bit of a break at the same time. So James, is there anything that you've got planned that you want to get done on your break? Not so much get done. We've been working pretty hard. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to not doing much. Probably do some gardening. Uh, might be a little bit of stuff to work around there. Hopefully my parents are going to be able to come and visit. They live in regional oh, Victoria. Oh, that'd be nice. Oh, oh, no. So <laughs> not as nice. Me- Melbourne is like <laughs> off limits, but regional Victoria hopefully will be okay. But we'll see if like we have to close the borders to keep COVID stuff away. But we'll see. We will see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. What about you? Um... For me, I'm hoping to get some more of my wedding planning done. I'm getting married in October, which is very exciting. But because of COVID, we had to stop planning everything for quite a while. So now there is lots and lots to catch up on. So that's my plan. Look, have you reconsidered the purple dress though yet? Because that, I'm not, I'm still not sold. That's the way to go. I just want to stand out. Yeah, no, fair enough. It's your day. It's cool. <laughs> Alrighty, let's get started. All right, guys. Well, this week uh, we are looking at Luke chapter 5, verses 12 to 26. And you remember that last week uh, we had that fun story with Jesus and the fisherman and his friends that started to follow him and started to realize a little bit about who he was and some of the power that Jesus had. And we're going to see in today's story, Jesus demonstrating some more of that power and people coming to understand and believe in him just that little bit more. So we've got two stories of healing, uh, both of them a little bit different, and both of them help us to understand a little bit more about who Jesus is. So let's jump into Luke chapter 5, verses 12 to 26. Ash will go first. I will. And maybe during the Bible reading, you might like to draw a picture of some of the things that are happening. Like James said, there are a few stories of healing this week. So there's plenty for you to draw and create. So let's have a look at Luke chapter 5, verses 12 to 26. Jesus came to a town where there was a man who had leprosy. When the man saw Jesus, he knelt down to the ground in front of Jesus and begged, Lord, you have the power to make me well, if only you wanted to. Jesus put his hand on him and said, I want to, now you are well. At once the man's leprosy disappeared. Jesus told him, don't tell anyone about this, but go and show yourself to the priest. Offer a gift to the priest, just as Moses commanded, and everyone will know that you have been healed. News about Jesus kept spreading. Large crowds came to listen to him teach and to be healed of their diseases. But Jesus would often go to some place where he could be alone and pray. One day, some Pharisees and experts in the law of Moses 
sat listening to Jesus teach. They had come from every village in Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. God had given Jesus the power to heal the sick, and some people came carrying a crippled man on a mat. They tried to take him inside the house and put him in front of Jesus, but because of the crowd, they could not get him to Jesus. So they went up on the roof where they removed some tiles and let the mat down in the middle of the room. When Jesus saw how much faith they had, he said to the crippled man, My friend, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees and the experts began arguing. Jesus must think he is God. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew what they were thinking, and he said, Why are you thinking that? Is it easier for me to tell this crippled man that his sins are forgiven, or to tell him to get up and walk? But now you will see that the Son of Man has the right to forgive sins here on earth. Jesus then said to the man, Get up, pick up your mat, and walk home. At once, the man stood up in front of everyone. He picked up his mat and went home, giving thanks to God. Everyone was amazed and praised God. What they saw surprised them, and they said, We have seen a great miracle today. said there's two healings going on in this passage uh what did you notice with the first one ash what what were we seeing was going on there Mm. yeah i want to talk a little bit about the guy with leprosy so um if you don't know what leprosy is we do hear uh, about it in the bible quite a few times actually so leprosy was a disease and um it caused all sorts of nasty um ulcers and stuff on your skin so outwardly you looked quite um quite ugly if I'm honest. It wasn't good. It wasn't pretty. Um, and, and it was a bacterial infection too. So there was, there was a real sense of, um, of a fear of catching it from other people. And, uh, in Jewish law, you were considered to be unclean if you had leprosy. And that meant that you weren't able to associate with other people. You had to be socially isolated, which we all know a little bit about at the moment. We do know what that's like now. (laughs) This story has new meaning for us. I was actually thinking that if, um, the, the good comparison for us today is if you had COVID-19 that you socially isolate, it's not, it's not socially acceptable to go out and be with other people if you have that disease. Right. right? Except back then they didn't have Zoom, they didn't have phones, they didn't have any of those things. So socially isolating really meant isolating. It did. It meant that you had no contact with other people. And so because of all these kind of dynamics that are going on in Jewish culture, this guy in the story that has leprosy, he's not sure if Jesus will be willing to heal him, right? Because other people would have been rejecting him. So he says to Jesus, Lord, you have the power to make me well, if only you wanted to. But the the awesome part of this story is that Jesus is completely willing to heal the man. Um, And I think that shows us just how different Jesus is to everyone else, not only because he could heal this guy, but because he wanted to, and he wanted him to be able to rejoin community. Yeah, that's a great thing. So we've got this sense that Jesus has come uh, to, we saw last week, make people fishers of men. So he's going to give them a mission. This week in the first story, we're seeing about how Jesus is willing to make people clean so they can, can come back and everyone can be all together again. And then in the next story, we get this little sense of what it means for him to be 
one who forgives mm. sins. So uh, we see in this story, again, we've got lots of faith going on. Yeah. Uh, we've got the friends there who are, are full of faith. Jesus looks at their faith and he's just, you know, this is awesome. But then instead of just healing the guy, instead of just saying straight away, hey, you can walk now, he does this funny thing where he says, your sins are forgiven. And Ash, did you notice what the response was from the, the Pharisees, what they started to do there? Yeah, I think as usual with the Pharisees, they're, they're a bit confused and not too impressed. Um, I think they, let me find it. I think they actually questioned Jesus on it. What do they say? Uh, they begin arguing with each other and they say, Jesus must think he is God. Only God can forgive sins. Yeah, and that's the really important part. The Pharisees know that forgiveness of sins is something that only God does. So when Jesus says your sins are forgiven, they're like, whoa, what mm. is going on? You can't do that. That is not cool at all. Except, turns out, Jesus is God, so it's totally cool. Uh, <laughs> but the way that he says that to everyone, he doesn't just say, hey guys, I'm God, that's fine. What he does is he heals the crippled man to show his power so that they understand, wow, if he can do that, if he can make the crippled man walk again, then maybe he can forgive sins. Mm. Because if he's got that sort of power, well, there's only one person who's got that sort of power, and that's God. So... That's a really, really good story for helping us understand that even though Jesus didn't you know, rock up and start saying to everyone, hey guys, son of God, right here, <laughs> yeah. get on your knees, bow down. Even though he wasn't doing that, he was still giving these hints to people that, no guys, I'm something different. Uh, I'm not like everybody else. I'm not just a nice guy. I'm powerful. And my power comes from the fact that I'm God himself. So... I, I love these. these like, we've said this before. Uh, I say this all the time. I love all the all of the Bible. But this is another great story where we just yeah. get to see uh, what Jesus is doing. It's it's awesome. You got anything else that you wanted to add to that one? No, I think I think we've covered it pretty well. But I think just talking to James earlier, I was just um, admiring the faith of both of these guys um, mm. for coming to to Jesus so boldly and already knowing who he is. And that's really interesting because only some people at this point, you know, are, um, are having who Jesus is revealed to them. So it's really cool that these guys got to be in on that. Yeah, that's a great point. And even though they didn't sort of totally get it yet, like they didn't know the fullness of him, mm. they, they knew something. They're they like, knew he was special. They knew he was special. They knew he was one with power. They knew he could heal. And so even, you know, and that's a good lesson for us too, that we don't always need to know everything about God before we come to him in faith. We can learn all sorts of stuff as we go. Uh, but if we come to him in faith, then that's the way to do it. So, yeah, that's good stuff. awesome. It's now time for today's special guest, and I am so excited to have Lily Snare on the show today. So during the week, she got the chance to sit down with her dad, James, and have a little bit of a discussion and talk through something that she's been thinking a lot about recently, and that is the concept of how Jesus can be fully God and fully man. So thank you so much, Lily, for taking the time to record for us and share your thoughts, and I'll hand it over to you and James. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you, Ash. I am indeed here with my daughter, Lily. Lily, welcome to the podcast. Hello. It is great to have you here with us and uh, we thank you for coming on. You're welcome. Great to be here. Now, Lily, we've had you on because you made a video question for us and we thought it was a great one. So we thought we might have you on to talk to us about it a little bit. Why don't you tell us about what the question is and why you wanted to ask? Okay. So I wanted to ask this question because, well, I often ask you this at home. How can God be fully human and fully God? Because, like, 
Well, if he's fully God or fully human, he's full. How is there any space left for him to, well, be full? God, have any how's there any space left for him to be God or human right and in the video to demonstrate this point you drew a circle and then you colored it in blue and said see this is what he looks like if he's fully God and then you rub the blue out and you colored it in red and then said this is what it looks like if he's fully human and you said he can't be both is that right yeah and it's fair to say you haven't been happy with my answers so far is that right yeah they weren't very descriptive it was kind of just like God is God, so he can do everything. Right. So you're looking for me to be a bit more specific. Yeah. All right. So let's try this out. Okay. We. It is true that God can do things that we can't do, but it's also with, true for us to say that Jesus, even though he is human like us, is different from us as well. Following me so far? Yeah. Okay. So it's a bit like this. Jesus is one person, but he has two natures. So all of us, we just have one circle, which we color in with our human nature, but Jesus has two circles, and one is colored in for human, and the other one is colored in for God. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's what makes Jesus so special. He's fully human and fully God, because unlike us, he doesn't just have one circle or one nature, he has two natures. Right, okay. Does that make a little bit more sense? A little bit more sense. Yeah. So God is able to do things that we can't possibly do. And that's the amazing thing that when we think about God the Father sending God the Son into this world, he sent him into this world as one of us, but he didn't stop being God at all. He just got two natures, a divine nature, that's a fancy word for saying God, and a human nature too. So do I pass the test? Was that a better dad answer to a good question? Yes, high five. Thank you. Good job by us. Uh, and so, yeah, next time you want to explain to somebody how can Jesus be fully God and fully man, you can say, well, he is one person with two natures, one God nature and one human nature. And that's the answer. All right, Lily, say goodbye. Bye. See ya. Thank you, Lily and James. Lily is such a cool kid, so bright. I don't know where she gets it from. Oh, wait. Yes. Yes, I do. That's her mother. Yeah. See? Uh, uh, you get, no, I know. I know. Yeah. No, that's It's super fun. We had lots of fun talking about that. We have lots of good chats in our house. It's such a good thing to read the Bible together. Uh, so, you know, what we're doing at the moment, we've got this cool book and I'm going to have to look up the name of it. I think it's, uh, it's something like People Every Kid Should Know or something like that. I'll have to get the proper title. Uh, but each day, there's just a different... Uh, Christian from history who did something awesome for God. And we're having so much fun just learning about all these different people. So maybe we can put it in the show notes or I'll remember for next time around to, to look up the proper title. But it's just another great way. We, we always read the Bible together, but there are other great ways that we can talk about our faith and um, just hearing all these different stories about what people have done uh, gets the kids thinking. And they're like, you know, wow. And they make fun of me because every time I'm like, oh my goodness, C.S. Lewis, legend. Oh, <laughs> they're always a legend. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Katie Von Bora, what a woman. Yeah. So uh, we have fun with it, but it's great stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Well, speaking of kids' questions, we actually have another question from the wonderful Aurora, who actually I was sent about 
probably 10 questions from Aurora the other week. And so the more remembering that the more that we talk about um, Jesus, the more questions we have and the more opportunities we have to learn about who he is and his character. So this question is from Aurora this week. Thank you so much for sending in your question. Let's have a listen to what she has to say. Why was God big and then shrank into a baby? Aurora, it is so great to have you asking awesome questions. And this is such a great one because it's such a weird thing, right? Like we think about how big God is and we think about how great he is and we think about uh, all the wonderful things that he can do. And then somehow he shrinks down and becomes a baby. And you know what? If you find that absolutely amazing, then you are in good company because lots of people in the Bible found that absolutely amazing. That God, who created the whole world, would come into the world and not just come into the world as like a grown up, but come into the word world as a little itty bitty baby and then have to go through all the growing up that we do. And so when we ask that question, how does God do that? Uh, and that's kind of one of those mystery things about God is powerful and we don't understand exactly how it can be. But the why of that question, well, we actually have quite a lot of that in the Bible. So we know that in the Bible, God the Father sent his son into the world to die on the cross and pay the price for our sins. But this is a really, 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 really important part. He had to do it as one of us because if he was going to pay the price for our people sins he had to be a human person like us he couldn't come as a cat or a dog because then i guess he could pay the price for cat sins if cats sin <laughs> no they don't they don't okay that's right ash is a cat person so they don't yeah we've got, got to remember that uh and so he came into the world as one of us and also he came in so so he came into the world uh, as one of us so that he could pay the price for our sins but he also came into the world to live like us so that we know that he understands everything that we go through and experience in this world. So in the book of Hebrews, it talks about how uh, Jesus is our priest, but he's not like a priest that doesn't understand what it's like to be one of us. He's been a baby. He's been a toddler. He's been a primary school age kid. He's been a teenager. He's been through it all. And so no matter what uh, time of life we are in, we can know that Jesus was just like us and that we can continue to talk to him and know that he's not, he understands how we're feeling, that he faced the same kind of challenges that we face, that the hard things that we find scary, he had to face those things too. And so the reason that he came into the world and shrank down into being a little bitty baby was first of all, because he had to be a human to die on the cross to pay the price for human sins. But second of all, he did it so that we would always know that he understands what it's like to be human, what it's like to be little, what it's like to be big, what it's like to be in pain, what it's like to be excited, what it's like to experience all the different things that we get to experience. So Aurora, fantastic question. I hope that that is a good answer for you. Uh, Ash, was there anything else that you wanted to add in on that one? No, I think you captured it beautifully. Well done. <laughs> Ash is so encouraging with my answers, guys. Yeah, I'm very guys. complimentary. I, yeah, I just ask Ash so, so that she can say something nice about me. It's wonderful. <laughs> off, off mic, it's maybe a different story. <laughs> that is true. That is true, kids. Yeah. <laughs> a 
And that wraps up another episode of the Gosford PC Kids Cast. It's a bit sad because we're not going to be recording for two weeks while we all have a bit of a break, but we are so looking forward to getting back into it when uh, school holidays are over. That's right. So why don't we pray now uh, for all of us to have a good time on school holidays, but not just a good time. Maybe this is also a time when you can be reading the Bible yourself a little bit, whether it's a kid's Bible. uh, Maybe you've got another book that teaches you about what God has done in history or some of the famous Christians or people in the church that have done great things. And this is your chance to learn a little bit more and get to know God better. So let's pray for that now. Dear God, Thank you that you are so good in so many wonderful ways. Thank you that you have the power to make us clean and to make us a big family that uh, are all joined together by our faith and trust in you. Thank you that you have the power not only to heal us physically, but you also have the power to give us new life through forgiving our sins. Thank you that you did come into this world as a little baby and that you became one of us so that you could die on the cross and pay the price for us. But also thank you, Father, that you know exactly what it means to be one of us through what Jesus has done. That he suffered like us, that he gets excited like us, that he's been happy and sad like us. And we know that when we talk to him, just like we're doing right now, that he understands and he's with us and he loves us and he cares for us. So may we use these holidays well to get to know you better, Lord. May we read our Bible, may we pray to you, may we talk to you, may we read other things that help us to know and understand who you are the best that we possibly can. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, kids. We'll see you in two weeks. We will. And I'll try and talk her out of the purple dress, guys. We'll get there. It's fine. No promises. No. (laughs) See you guys. Bye.